Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. It is Friday, January 14th. Happy birthday, Etienne. In this episode, the potpourri of football continues. Premier League, Carabao Cup, and Africa. What the fuck? But Mike, first, it's North Thunder Derby weekend. NLD, not to be confused with MLK weekend. Is it in the face or an in the face avoidance? How are you feeling about Spurs coming off the loss? From the Carabao, probably didn't think you were going to win, but now heading in. So having uh, Arsenal at home after getting killed in the first leg, this is a big game for you. Not great, you Bob. Feeling? Not oh, great. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't. Uh, I don't know if there's any realistic or otherwise even Tottenham fan on the planet that's going into this game against Arsenal, especially having our teeth kicked in earlier in the season. Granted, it was the new no Spurs and all that shit, but. Um, Arsenal have a way to play, and Arsenal are hungry. And, and just coming Spurs off a, don't have either really, of those things. And I think coming off a really fucking good performance. Yeah, yeah. Like um, a, uh, but not sorry, not a good performance in terms of football, but a spirited performance. Yeah, no, like that's that's going to lift you, and that's like they're going to have great training sessions. Uh, if even if they do before the game on Sunday, I guess, but um. They're going to be really up for it on Sunday. They're going to come to our house and they're going to be ready for the game. And um, it may be canceled because of COVID. Yes, Arsenal oh, is God talking really. about having very few players. And oh, that would be to- just terrible. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> no, I would love that to be quite honest. But yeah, you um, don't. Feel, your team doesn't feel good right now, right? No, we don't. We're perfectly fucking healthy. We just don't feel good about ourselves. Our self esteem is down, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And and if I were going to this game, as I know, sixty thousand ish people will be going, uh, and and many of those being Spurs supporters, right? Um, uh. There's the trepidation. There's the uh, uh, like you, you don't even want to get out of bed on Monday morning to go to work. Like that's the feeling that Spurs fans have getting up and going to the stadium on Sunday. I think, and um, I I worry that you know if we there's a slow start in that game. Even if Arsenal have the first good you know opportunity and it it fizzes twenty yards wide, then there's going to be a groan and and the whole stadium is just going to sit on its hands. Um, I'd like to think that because it's a North London Derby, it, the, the fans will bring it, the team will bring it, but there's also, um, there's rumors of like a Levy out campaign and like rally and stuff like that. And like a walkout or something like that. And this is not the game to be doing this. Um, cause Arsenal will punch you right in the fat in the mouth. So, um, I don't feel good. I don't have, I, I mean, why there's no reason to feel good. Um, I don't know. And I think Sonny has, has COVID right now. I don't know what the story is with that. Maybe he could be back on Sunday. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, we put out a, a pretty putrid side against <laughs> Chelsea and Chelsea did to bad sides what they do, right? They yeah. scored a goal early and then they were like, well, technically we're up three, no on aggregate. Fuck you. Yeah. So, so let's just sort of, let's sort of set the stage. Cause that takes us into today's Arsenal Liverpool yeah. game. You were down 2-0 after the first game, which they didn't score great goals, but you were never really in, I'd no. say. It's just a difference in class. Like, Chelsea are just flat out better than where Spurs are right now. And no, I don't think that's a big deal. I think there's a top three, and then there's a next six. Yeah, as we've said, as we've said <laughs> yeah. many times. Yeah, so, and that's fine, and that's okay, and you're there, and you're out. So, but the second semifinal, which is two legs, had Arsenal going to Liverpool. This is Liverpool's first game without Salah and Mane, who are both in the African Cup of Nations, uh, at, which is right now just the bizarro hole. Yeah, we'll get to that one. in a sec. Like, we think CONCACAF is weird. Wait till you yeah, Africa's right, right. like, hold my hold my juju beads. Uh, <laughs> so, so there's that happening. But what happens is, is Liverpool are playing. They're doing their thing. A ball over the top in like the 15th minute. I could look it up, but I don't have to. Granite Shaka running full speed to pick up Jota. Ramsdale is coming out. He's the last defender, Shaka. He basically has the problem he always has. He's never athletic enough, and he has to 
commit stupid fouls and then wonder why it happens. He basically kicks Jota in the chest. Last man in defense, straight red. He's gone. So yeah. before the box, so the ensuing kick, nothing happens. But Arsenal go down to 10. And they put in a defensive performance, a fighting performance. And in fact, looked more likely to score than Liverpool with 10. Because yeah, Liverpool, and, and... without their guys... It makes a fucking difference. <laughs> and this was what? This was right around the 20th or so minute, maybe a little bit later than that. Yeah. So there was a serious chunk of game left for uh, Liverpool to find a way uh, to get one through. Yeah, and the 24th minute. I mean, cruise. they basically went for, you know, 70 minutes. Yeah. And uh, they had 17 shots on goal. Excuse me. Excuse me. They 17, had 17 shots. shots. No, they had 17, 17 shots. shots. They had... Me. One shot on target the entire yeah. game. Yeah. So um Liverpool, I I I I mean, we've been talking about it for a while now. Here we are. No Mane, no Salah, no party. Yeah. Uh there is just there is no joy in Mudville right now uh for the Reds, and and it's gonna get worse before it gets better for them. Um, yeah, and 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 you know, to be fair, um Liverpool, sorry, Arsenal did not have its midfield. Because Partey's out playing uh, in Africa as well, so it was Shaka and sure, Sambi yeah. Lokonga, um, and Ketia was up front as well. So it was not a great Arsenal group either. You know, Rob Holding, Nuno T- uh, Tavares, and Callum Chambers all came on. So you mm-hmm. had the sort of ghost of managers pass all roll in, uh, and it was a defensive effort that Arsenal literally didn't have the ball. They had. 29% possession and something you'll never see a pass completion rate of 49%. Woof. What does that nice. mean? Nice. They literally are just hoofing the ball deep and hoping someone gets on the ball. Um, it was a weird game where it was boring, but from the Arsenal perspective, they can say we went to Anfield and played 70 minutes down a man and got a result. And that is a building experience. Now, I think it's a building experience if and only if they get through. Or they can or they play well in the north. Yeah, I was say, or they, they I don't think, I don't think they Sunday. have to beat you. I don't think they have to beat Spurs this weekend, but they have to play well. It can't just be they played this game, it was heroic, and then they go get killed by, by Well, Spurs. that's such an Arsenal thing, right? So as it stands, um, for fifth place right now, as you hear my dog lose his fucking mind in the background, okay. uh, assist did. to my wife for not being here. Anyway, um, two points ahead with uh, – and Spurs have two games in hand, right? So right. this is a big one. If you can, if you can, first of all, if you can get a, a result out of this at all on the road, you consider that absolutely 10 out of 10 times a, a good result. For yeah. Arsenal, um, but if you can beat them, if you can go five points clear, um, and you really knock Spurs down a peg, you know, not just emotionally, but like literally at the table now, yeah, um, you know, even even with the two games in hand, yeah, you could say Spurs could technically six six more points, they'll be ahead of them still. But okay, you've gone now, you've done the double over them, mm-hmm. you've uh, you know, emphatically announced your presence into the top four race. Uh, and that will put you probably, or potentially, depending on what West Ham does, into the top four, right? So, um, so there's a lot at stake, you know, for both teams in this game. I, I just feels like it feels like Arsenal have more to lose and more to gain, and by yeah, that, I by think that stretch, that, they're yeah, think, they're going to be up for it more. Yeah, I mean, this is a traditionally big game. So, just to be clear, we went from Arsenal playing in the Carabao Cup, being really heroic. Then they've got to go to White Hart Lane. And play on Sunday, getting that extra day to rest. But I do think that it is a matter. Of, the Liverpool result means nothing if they lose. Yeah. If a, a draw means they carry on and um, they can feel good. Well, no, I, like you said, it's it's two inflection points. If you lose on Sunday, but you beat Liverpool in the second leg, then then that's a heroic performance, and and you're in the final yeah. of a cup, right? Yeah, so counts. Um, yeah. So don't get killed by Chelsea, by the way. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, but let, let's let's go through a couple other games that I think are super duper interesting. So 
we have a lot going on. Um, we had games that were for last week for makeups. I just want to give a shout out to West Ham, who, granted, they beat Norwich. That's fine. Norwich are terrible. However, this is the Jared Bowen game. He was incredible. And as you know, when I scout a guy from the championship and he comes up, I stick with him. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and um, that performance was incredible. He could have had, like, if you watch the 12-minute highlight on on uh, NBCSN, it's all Bowen. He yeah. is involved in everything. He gets an offside goal. He gets a VAR goal. He hits the post. He hits the crossbar. He scores two goals. He sets up the other one. I mean, he's just all over this game. Mm-hmm. He's now, I believe, up to eight and eight. So he's on eight goals, eight assists, yeah. which for a winger is really fucking good. And mm-hmm. the rumors of him going to Liverpool, especially the way things are right now, he's on eight and eight all competitions, not in the Premier League. In the Premier League, he's sure. on five and seven. But for a guy 24 years old, to for, for a player out of West Ham, that is a good team. I think we... If we sleep on West Ham and don't give them their due, they will come and bite us in the ass. Of the teams that are in the fight, if we say it's Arsenal, Spurs, Man United, these are the teams that by right should be in the top four, right? Let's say. Yeah. Well, Arsenal and Liverpool, you're Arsenal. Well, anyway, West Ham are probably the most cohesive unit have a lot of the right age, mature players, good coach. Everything on their side checks the box. Their question marks, they have less question marks than all the other teams. Yeah, that's fair. That's But yeah, they don't absolutely. have as much talent and they don't have as much depth. They are the they are the most complete team of the four of those without question. Uh, They're and I'd say actually Yes. And I'd say Arsenal is probably the second most complete team, which is fucking incredible. And their um, ceiling is highest uh united ceiling is highest yeah definitely uh but but spurs spurs and united and it should be united and then spurs have exponentially more talent than either of those teams what you have is you have the best coach and we have right right so and would you say you have the best player out of the group oh yeah well i mean cristiano ronaldo but like Historically, but I don't think Cristiano's as good as Harry Kane is now. I'll take that. If you're United, <laughs> would you rather have Kane or 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 Cristiano? You'd rather have Kane. Exactly. You know what? And they're not going to admit it. They'll never fucking say that out loud. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, James a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'd have, rather have than than either a fucking attacking midfielder. Anyway, um, you know what? I really Maybe you can get talk. Pogba, Pogba, and Conte oh, back god. together. Oh, oh my god. god, that would be amazing! Oh, I would I just fly to London just to punch that idiot in the face for wearing our shirt. I really want to talk about Southampton and Brentford because I'm upset with Brentford. But do it, do, gonna, it. No, 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 do no, it. No, no, let's do it. No, no, no. I'm going to come back to that because we really can't go any further into the show without talking about what the fuck happened in, in Africa? Africa a few days ago. Okay. So it's, this is it's, like, it's, it's Mali to need 13 minutes. Right. So let's take a step back. First of all, all the games in the AFCON have been bad. Uh, all one, either nil nils or one nils. So, I mean, I can, I'll do a quick run through of scores just to give people where they are. They yeah, are do the countries. There's, Oh, wait, wait a minute. Is it just, wait a minute. I got to see the complete table. It's showing only two. Um, they are four. Wait a minute. There are one, two, eight. It goes up to F. How many letters is that? Five groups of four? There's 24. Anyway, there's four teams in each group. In group A, Cameroon is in first with two goal with two wins ahead of Burkina Faso, Cape Verde, Ethiopia rounding it out. In group B, Senegal has a win with Guinea and Zimbabwe. Malawi is has lost all their games and they probably won't win anything. Morocco in group C with Gambon and Ghana. That's the group of death to me. Uh, Gambon, mm-hmm. where Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is. Nigeria, Sudan, Burkina Bissau, and Egypt. Egypt took the loss against Nigeria. That was a huge game. My beloved Cote d'Ivoire, the War Elephants, and Yaya Torre are ahead of Algeria, the favorites who won the last one with Sierra Leone and Equatorial Ghana. And rounding out Group F, where the madness happened, Mali is ahead with uh, by virtue of their one-goal win 
against Tunisia. Oh no, Mali. Yes, Mali beat yeah. Tunisia one 0 on okay. a game that only was had ninety eighty five minutes played. <laughs> yes. So, so the, thank you for setting up. And by the way, I think they're technically all groups of death to some degree in Africa. <laughs> Meaning um, someone might kill you. <laughs> yes, every single game, and somebody's going to die in this story. So Mali Tunisia, <laughs> relatively uneventful first half, zero zero. Uh, there was a VAR review and a penalty that was given uh, to. Uh, to Mali, I believe. Um, yes, but the penalty was saved. Mali, so Mali, no, no, no. They they get they get a VAR review. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, they Mali score. goes ahead from Abraham on a penalty. Yes, and oh, so then- the final twenty minutes of this game, there is video of this, and it is truly, truly remarkable. Apparently, there was a water break around 70, 75th minute because it's very First hot. Of all, it fine. is very hot. It's like right. eighty five degrees. And that's okay. And not, jungle. Yeah. So just for context, right? There's a VAR review. There's a water break. So right away, you're like, you're looking towards the end of the game. You're like, all right, it's probably gonna be like five minutes of extra time. I say five minutes specifically. Um, you keep going. And there was apparently another penalty that you said was saved, correct? Yes. Wabi okay. Cosby. Uh, so yes. Player. I know who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. There it is. So Tunisia gets a, a penalty for handball. They, uh, Molly stops it. So it's still one nil Molly. Amazing. Uh-huh. Great. Okay. Into the final five minutes of action. Now, again, two penalties and a, and a water break to this point in the 85th minute for reasons completely unknown, <laughs> the referee blows the full time whistle in the eight, technically 86th minute. Yes. The Tunisia coaching staff is like, are you wh- – what? What the fuck? What are you talking about? What right? is happening? So just now. after that, Molly gets a red card, straight red card for a relatively vanilla challenge. Not a big deal, but this guy gets They review off. it, they and rev- he does not overturn it. Right. Oh, sorry. I, so, by the way, the match continued going, right? Like the ref <laughs> goes, oh, fuck, my bad. I totally forgot there was – five minutes left of regular time in this game. Yeah. Carry on as you were friends. Mo- yeah. Like I said, moments later, Molly gets a straight red. They review this too. So if you're keeping score at home, that is multiple VAR reviews, multiple penalties and a stoppage for a water break. All that would be taking. Not time only that, all clock. the subs are in this half, right? There's right. 10 subs, 10 substitutions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what we're talking about, if you told me, and and forget the the first eighty uh, fifth minute stoppage, you know, full time, whatever. If you told me that there was twelve minutes of extra time added to this game, I, I'd be like, yeah, no, that makes that makes a lot. I of sense. think reasonably in a Premier League game or something like that, this is a week five or a strong eight. Like if they were being chintzy, sure, but, this is I, the, but, I, but I could see ten, whatever. Yeah, sure. Right, like there's not really not a number that you'd be like, oh, that's too much. You're like, no, there's fucking really been a lot of time wasted. So, so the guy blows full time on 90 minutes. No, no, no. With no added time. 89 minutes and 40 <laughs> seconds are on the clock. Now, if you're listening to the show, you know very well if there's a 1-0 game in either direction, your team is either winning or losing – what do you do right around the end of the 89th minute? You go to look at the fourth official because you go, how much time is going to be added on? Oh, he's now, additionally, to, he's getting the board ready. Right. He's getting the board ready. And by the way, Tunisia is up a man this whole time. So they're they're like, give us all the time in the world. We're going to get this equalizer. Right. We're not Liverpool. Hey. <laughs> so 89 minutes and 40 seconds on the clock, just at the time where you're going to look over to the fourth official. The referee blows his whistle for full time. No additional time was added. Once again, Tunisia's coaching staff loses their fucking minds for real this time. They're like, are you going us no, completely gets, it understandably? Gets, it gets better. And it does get they, better. They go in to do the freaking post-game interviews, and the referee staff tells them to come on out. We're going right. to play. Yeah, we're going to keep playing. Molly comes out. No sign of Tunisia. <laughs> Tunisia goes, you know what? Go fuck yourourselves. We've done this but enough already. Tunisia did say they would play. Yeah. And I then don't... changed their mind. 
Well, because apparently they were going to give him like three minutes of extra time or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So they're like, go fuck yourself. Save yourself the three minutes. This is ridiculous. So, um, so, so we don't know what happened with this referee. So this guy, the irony of he's it in is a body bag somewhere. Johnny, Johnny Zikelswi is actually no irony here at all. A math teacher. <laughs> so, so who has actually refereed like in the world cup like he's a oh legit God. real referee now i i'm going with this story apparently during one of the var checks one he couldn't find the screen like he wandered past it two the stadiums are barely functional like there yeah. are no signs that have the time up this right. is like pre 1950s like no one knows how much time there is this is the only reason anyone knows is people are doing it on their phones and doing time on their own like when you fuck around and they say that whatever so there's a lot of non-information going on everyone's freaking out but i buy the narrative that something was wrong with the ref and if there was something wrong with the ref he shouldn't have been out there but like he had a stroke like what, what what heat stroke yes yeah yeah, I could see it. I suppose that is odd behavior, especially the, like he. What if he had the shit? Right, like he just blown. Was like, I get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I gotta fucking go, guys. Now we are making. I, I, we, you know, we make fun of these things because it's sort of unfortunate. But I think you know, there's a lot of narrative among the Western countries about, oh, are we covering this enough? Are we are we making this important enough? It's it's as big as the Champions League. It's as big as whatever. Well, you I would what? say we, we were amongst that, by the way, yeah. in our but last here's, episode. But here's, but here's the thing, and, I, and it's unfortunate, but I have to say it this way because I like to tell it like it is. If it's important, Africa, I'm going to look at the camera, you have to take it that it's important. You don't can't have half finished stadiums that you had three years to finish. You can't have referees blowing games, regardless of whether it's sick. You want us to treat it as a professional event. You have to be professional. Yeah. So it I'm up, I'm not upset at CAF and the African Federation. I'm just like, listen, how do you want us to react when you've made your yourself into a clown? Yeah. Right? Like, we can't take this seriously if you can't get basics of the game right. Like, fine, let's say he made a mistake and blew it twice. Somebody take charge and be like, yo, I'm refing the rest of this game. Right? Is there something wrong with him? Like, if you can't notice that or the officials can't notice it, this is what I'm saying. Like, you want to be taken seriously. You want to be important. You you don't want your European clubs to, to, to be like, hey, why don't you not go to that? Because now they can go, why don't you not go to that? You know, they barely have referees. Yeah. There's barely a bathroom in these stadiums. They're not finished. So this is the part that, I mean, nationalism aside, I get it. It's important. But now you can understand why people are like, this is fucking fucked up. Well, as we said on our, I think the last show, two episodes ago, we want to be excited for this. First of all, I love big international soccer, right? Like, awesome. like big ma- like matches like this. Um, and as we said, there's more star power in this tournament than there is at Con- uh, like the Gold Cup. Right. For sure. Uh, you know, the Asian Federation's version of it, like without question, it's literally sunny and everybody else. Right. So like from a, from a world perspective, these are not, I, I think the depth falls off it's pretty aggressively. Probably the third best region in the world. Yeah, sure. Right? After, after Europe and South America. Yeah, sure. That's pretty good. No, There's that's seven. yeah, that's nothing to shake a stick <laughs> at for sure. Yeah, but that's yeah. the thing is that like obviously the depth is questionable and all that stuff. But you've got it's almost like it's there's like a bunch of teams that are basically African whales, right? You've got like yeah. one star and uh, a bunch of Ben Davies. You know around. who Molly has? They have my boy. They better take care of him. Fucking East Basuma is out there kicking yeah, ass. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they brought him on second half. He went fucking bonkers yeah go kick some ass but you know how like uh how you saw um hoiberg playing offensive you're like wait you're supposed to be a holding midfielder he's playing an attacking role and he's mm-hmm. just fucking kicking ass well that's the thing is that these these you know you take on different roles amongst these teams because unlike and this is gonna sound you know from the department of redundancy department but like 
You don't have your pick of the litter of who you get to choose and sign and play. You yeah. have who was fucking born there, unless you're France, and then you get to basically pillage all of fucking Africa. But and then supply all of Africa, and then give them back when they came. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, there's there's um, the, it creates um, a need for uh, positional creativity. Like the most, fa- the most famous one was John Obi Mikel, who for Nigeria was like a number 10 who fucking kicked ass. And yeah. then at Chelsea, he was just a holding destroyer. He's a six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And, and and by the way, it, it speaks to, and again, the the quality of play versus the club game, and this is true with the World Cup, this is true everywhere, is exactly. lower, right? The, the, the high level, the higher, it's a higher level of, of play when the teams are fucking stacked, frankly, which makes all the sense in the world. That's not a speaking poorly of anybody say, or anything. It's a weak link sport. No, no, no. I know. I know. But drink. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Drink for that. Um, but in doing that, it creates these opportunities, these storylines. Yeah. And and by the way, these guys are all still professional footballers, right? So yeah, like, why, yeah, they can play that role. It's just they're really good at why this why Maradona becomes a legend because his everything went through him and he got to be the greatest player ever and just frozen in time. Right. Anyway. So we should pivot back to our frozen friends in the north. Yeah, um, let's do that. So, all right. I have some bones to pick with Brentford because they just <laughs> – I mean, I – it was a fun summer fling. Uh, you know, we, we both had a good time, but uh, it's, it's, time, it's, it's time to go, Robbie. I have, uh, I have a stat for you. Go for on it. South, on Southampton. That'll blow uh, you ready? First of all, Southampton are like – the most up and down team in the league. Like they're likely to beat United and then lose five nil. Like they can just put in some shocking performances on both so sides. Yeah. The stat for Southampton is they have been in the lead for the, for the, for sorry, by total time for the sixth best in the league. So wow. they are their underlying value of how many games they've blown. They have the, been in the lead for the sixth most amount. So they're playing in that Brighton the what we think Hassan Hudo will have the team at. So he's yeah. more in the Wolves Brighton Leicester zone, which he where he is now. But mm-hmm. we don't think of him because he's minus six. But they are right. underlying a better team than what they've shown, and probably Brentford's overperforming. So they're kind of where they should be. And Brentford losing 4-1 on the road to Southampton is not the end of the world. It's just not the end of the world, but like there's just – it feels like It's becoming a lot. (laughs) It feels like Brentford is – even the the thumbnail for the extended highlights is Tony getting bossed around by – I don't even (laughs) know. Bednarik. Bednarik. No, Lianco. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Come on. I think – Come on. Come on, Ivan. Get your shit together, man. I think the thing that's happening – the thing that's happening with um, Southampton is they found they've pieced together the replacement for uh, for Ings in Broha and Adams. They're both yes. turned it around again. I pointed out when uh, Raya went down, Fernandez is a bad goalkeeper. He was at fault for one of the goals. Mm-hmm. He was an own goal, and he came flying out on the Che Adams goal. So he's hurting Brentford. There's no doubt about that. Uh, sure. And they're not good enough to carry a shit keeper. Um, You're missing the biggest piece, though, for, for Southampton. James what? Ward-Prowse is unconscious the last month. He's or back. So. He's back, baby. He's been unbelievable. Um, I, 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 you know, I think about him being on, like, Spurs or something. But now I don't want him to ever go to Spurs. I mean, I don't He would be know so good at Spurs. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck I want anymore. You know, after I got to watch... Harry Kane and Eric fucking Dyer hit the wall on every free kick since the beginning of goddamn time. Since Erickson left, yeah. uh, man, would he be awesome? Just uh, you don't even—I don't even care where he plays, James. Wherever you fucking want to play, play there. I don't care. Even if you suck when the ball's in play, fine. He would be a market improvement for Tottenham just from dead ball, just you know from dead ball scenarios. Two seasons without missing a minute. Yeah, sure, that's fine. But what I'm telling that's you, that's insane. He could, he could do it here. He could come over here, have a good six months, and then be actually quietly shitty for six months, and then be shit for a whole year. 
And I'd still be happy about it because his quality from corners and from free kicks is arguably the best in the world right now. And that's something that like when Tottenham, here's the thing, Harry Kane gets into dangerous positions in and around the box, but a lot of times, but a lot of times he gets fouled, clipped, nicked, and Hassani does too. And, and Lucas to a lesser extent, but there's these plays that go to complete shit. It's almost as if it's like hack a shack at this point, like Mm. foul them. Oh, they're outside the box. Foul them. Nothing's going to happen. Right. <laughs> a lot the, of teams one have of the penalties against uh, one of the penalties against Chelsea, right? You were down one nil. You're down three and on aggregate. You need something fast and you get a penalty. You're like, all right, maybe this is a lifeline and they take it away. And because the foul was outside the box, fine. That should still be a scoring chance. Yeah. Not a, just a, uh, with, a with, James, with, with, with James Lord Prowse, they really all are at that range. They are exactly. Dangerous, dangerous. Yes. Yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, okay, so you've had your Brighton. Can I can I talk about the uh, the secret uh, underground derby that's going to happen tomorrow? Yes, Brighton versus please Crystal do. Palace. Please do. Yes. So for people that don't know, Brighton is Brighton and Crystal Palace are the are very close to each other, probably like thirty miles. They have some historical. By the way, for for England is far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it's even less. Maybe it's twenty miles. Um, they have some historical League Two fights. They hate each other, so this should be very salty. Uh, Crystal Palace coming off the Millwall game with Olisi. Keep an eye on Olisi because the African Cup of Nations. Zaha is not there. Uh, Jordan Ayew is not there. He will be playing out on the wing. He is a hell of a player. Uh, again, these are my sons from the championship that I keep my eye on. They're very. By the way, it's no secret how I keep my eye on them. Uh, go to championship stats, sort by under twenty three, and then look for goals. Very right. easy. Or, or, <laughs> or in my case, with Harvey Barnes when uh, when he was there with with shots, guys yeah. who are fearless and shoot. Ah, and young, <laughs> and, and young. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. how I found Harvey Barnes. Then, so that's the Friday game. Then Saturday, early. The early the game. Title de- so a, a possible title decider, effectively. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it. Chelsea, everyone in the world will be rooting for Chelsea to beat Manchester City Not at everyone. the Etihad. Not everyone. No, I think anyone who doesn't hate Chelsea. So it's probably fifty-fifty. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, right. I was going to say a lot of people. No, hate no. I mean, there's just a deep, there's such a deep rooted. I mean, there's there's a dislike of Manchester City and it's lack of personality people just want a race to happen we don't want you know we don't want you know the the premier league to become um you know your you know end up like the bundesliga i don't think it will i think it's largely on pep pep is that good i think a different coach and city is not this good to be frank but you know city are on 10 in a row uh chelsea coming off of you know some sorry to say pretty easy games against tottenham that's exactly um, how I would describe it. I don't know if City will have the intensity. This is the type of game that City fuck up. Um, but the reverse leg at Chelsea was the best game of the season. City mm-hmm. annihilated Chelsea. They made them look like children. That was when we thought Chelsea was the best team in the world and they were going to win the league. And City said, not, not so fast, my friend. Yeah. Uh, as long as the only thing I'll be looking for is if Rodri is not in this fucking team, I'm going to shit myself. Yeah, I was going like, to say, like, this is, yeah, this is classic pep fuck up. This game. feels, <laughs> right? And and tell me if I'm wrong. This yeah. feels at this juncture a lot like the final did last year. Yes. You're like, yes. you're like we've got them. We're going to play our game and we're going to fucking go take this guy. No, thing. no, no. If, as long as, if Pep has learned his lesson. Yes, that's what I mean. Uh, he's got to just not fuck with the back four. Like, it's got to be. Cancelo, Walker, Diaz, Laporte, Rodri, and then the rest, the front the front five. It almost front, doesn't matter. That that part doesn't matter, right? Uh, but that five, that five is the most important part. Watch him start Zach Steffen instead of Ederson. Some I know, stupid shit. Stupid shit. I mean, there'll be no Mares, I know. So you'll the English guys will get you'll their see burn. Foden. We'll see Foden. We'll probably see Grealish. Uh, by the way, KDB is just like on fire right now. He's got he's trying to make those passes and not and doesn't look slow and bloated and like he's on painkillers anymore yeah. because <laughs> he probably isn't 
Uh, I think he came back hurt from whatever happened in the summer or the final. I think he played with the ankle. Then the, then, and the then, final. Then, and then the Rudiger elbow. It. By the way, I will be looking for if City get up and have control, someone to fuck Rudiger up. That oh, show that something. would make me so happy. Like, who's your man? Wait, who's your who's your assignment, man? It's City go to a double pivot. They pull like uh, they pull uh, Bernardo out. They go Fernandinho, Rodri, and Fernandinho just fucking lays him out. Love that. <laughs> and then smiles and tries to help him up. <laughs> yeah, but I I need oh, I need I need some fucking blood. I oh, either that or you know what, Kevin De Bruyne, you badass motherfucker, kick him yourself. Go get him. Go get him back. <laughs> I mean, Rodri. Uh, the thing is, Rudiger is one big fucking. He's German. a solid <laughs> piece of shit, man. He really is. So he'll, I'll be looking for that. That's one of the subplots of the game. Uh, then we've got, I, I we, we had some games we were covering, but we've got Newcastle Watford. This is a must win for Newcastle. If there was ever yeah. a must win. Yeah. I mean, it. so this I mean, is a relegation. This is a definition of a relegation six point. I mean, but this is like, they've got the moves. They've got the transfers in. They've brought in uh, Chris Wood, $25 million on a release clause that Burnley didn't even know he had. <laughs> They yeah. were like, "What? What do you mean?" Yeah, <laughs> Watford apparently... dropped six on uh, six on the bounce. Seven if you count the FA Cup against Leicester. Yeah, uh, I mean they're they're bad, but this is yeah. But more... Newcastle are the worst team in the league. By but that's what I mean. Definition. Like this is a game where both teams go. We need to win this game, and this is going to be one where I mean, smart money's on the draw. I suppose after saying this, but like both teams are going to say we need three points from this. So I don't think at least to begin the game, either team will sit back and and, and defend. Um, I'm not I even being funny. Be I mean, you're going to hear here first. If Watford lose this game, Ranieri gets fired. I that basically wouldn't surprise me at all, based on you know what would Watford because this really. I mean, this is it. They're, yeah, Leeds are you know six points clear from Watford. It's these four. It's yeah. going to be three from these four. Leeds aren't going down. Water, Everton right. aren't going down. Villa aren't going down. Brentford aren't going down. The bottom four of this league are the only weak teams in this group. Yep. So they just need to fight for each other. And I love, love, love that Newcastle took Wood off Burnley. You want to not get relegated? Instead of trying to beat someone, fucking your, cap them. Make your competition worse. Yeah, kneecap them, right? Yeah. This is how City grew. This is the map. Uh, City were behind Aston Villas of the world. They were behind, uh, you know, they were behind Villa for years. Villa was sort of where City was in the Spurs spot, in the 6 to 10 range. And City just kept buying players off them. They needed to pass Arsenal. City started buying Arsenal players to get into the top four. You just pick them off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you buy players to steal. This is how Bayern basically win the Bundesliga all the time. Mm -hmm. They don't let anyone get close to them. Right. So um, this Watford-Newcastle game, I'll be watching. I hope... That, I, I mean, I want Newcastle to stay in the league, although it would be funny if they lost. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't because I just, I, I, I'm not against the whole takeover thing and all that stuff. I just think that would be hilarious that they would go down. And I look at what they're going to, like, the war chest that they're going to come into this summer with versus mm -hmm. Tottenham. It's the dog meme, right? It's like the big meme, like, oh, Newcastle. And then, like, Dane Levy's like, hello, with his little newspaper, like, oh, what's going on today? Yeah, the thing so is, though, the thing is, though, it, 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 does, it does require infrastructure. Like, having seen City grow, City, I think, I think the infrastructure and the work taken to make it, to make the super rich team function and work is much harder than I think people give credit for. Like sure. what's happened at Chelsea and what's happened at Manchester City is not is the outlier. Because so, look at look okay. at Everton. Everton has the same oil money as all the other teams. It's a catastrophe. Um, the guy who bought QPR, Fernandez, they made a fucking documentary about it, and he went into financial fair play fucking death hole, and they're still in the championship, and they spent billions so, so there is an yeah. infrastructure piece that there makes is, it work but it, being in the premier league and then spending that money and i don't think kieran trippier is and, and chris wood are the answer necessarily yes but i think but kieran trippier to chris wood in crossing the ball is an answer sure sure but what i'm saying <laughs> is all you have to do like 
you're going to take steps. You're not going to overnight become Chelsea no, or City. it's going to take forever. You need to take steps. All The first step is an incredibly important one because if you don't take it, then you're going to set yourself back two, maybe three years. Mm-hmm. And the first step, all it is, Stay is getting past Watford. And, and, and then the next step is getting past the Everton's Villas and Brentford's of the world, getting into the tough again, higher end of the bottom of the, the, the back of th- the table. You know what I mean? I think we've talked about this before, but to get to 50 points is achievable. Then the next step is to stay at 50 points. Getting to 70 per season is really hard. That well, yeah. Takes and, a lot and of money. We talked then about it. The, the right? exponential like, cost of getting from yes. 70 to 80 and then 80 to 85 where you can start to challenge for the league and then the 85 to 90 range where Liverpool mm-hmm. and City are is so fucking hard. You oh, need money, infrastructure, coaching. You need it all to line Luck. up. You need all of it, right? Like, right. So like if you think about late Wenger, Wenger got Arsenal to about 65 to 75 on a yearly basis. Every year, yeah. Which was really good. <laughs> but yeah. it's not going to challenge. So right. it's going to take a long time and it's really hard and you need a lot of luck. Yeah. Uh, Wolf Southampton. I don't want to talk about that. Everton nope. Norwich. Don't want to talk about that one either. Burnley Lester. Meh. Villa United. There's a fucking good game. <laughs> gonna go. gonna go. So that is the late game on Saturday. Uh, they just played each other. This could be, but this could be Philippe Coutinho's debut. This could in be. In fact, Coutinho's- I expect it to be. Right, Coutinho's debut along with Luca Dean, who they grab off Everton because Rafa Benitez didn't have enough talented players that he could just, oh, you don't run hard enough, fuck off. Yeah, not smart because I don't know if you paid attention to this. Luca Dinho is the offensive fullback that Spurs needs. <laughs> right, right. He's 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 a, he's like a a shitty. He's one of those Spanish really good wingers that that you see you're just like oh god he's he's so good is he bad defensively sure but he can cross a ball he can make a most fullbacks are bad defensively now they are because they're not that's not their job anymore but it depends how you play right so i think if spurs had him he'd be he'd be a a wingback yeah yeah definitely so that's a big game um there was a little bit of chatter uh cristiano ronaldo backs rangnick in that he literally says things like the coach is doing the right things. Motherfuckers need to learn to work. I was like, oh, Ronaldo. Cool. So he did this yeah. interview. His teeth are immaculate. He looks like he's had plastic surgery. He's looking fucking weird. I'm not <laughs> looking forward to Is he Cristiano. looking more and more like the bust? Maybe that was just a preview of what <laughs> yeah. he'll look like when he gets older. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Sunday, Sunday we have two really – Sunday we've got the North London Derby, but right. we have the rematch of – the three, three Liverpool, Brentford. This is where your beloved Brentford. Can they find some fight at Anfield? No, I now think Brentford has a shot because no Salah, no Mane, no party. I, I don't they see couldn't, why they could could get a draw, but they, they conceded four to Southampton. Like Southampton were good. Yeah, sure. But I mean, they, they played at Brentford bothers me because they're just, they <laughs> haven't shown here. up. They they were okay against City and they lost one nil. Yeah, but I mean, if I'm looking, you, you, at you were results, looking, you were looking for ten goals at least from Tony, and he's not looking like he's going to get no, ten. not at all. They snuck past Watford uh, yeah. about a month ago, right? So like, I, I, they tied Leeds two two. There's not anything on their on their fixtures sheet where you go, yeah, there they are. Right, like that that inspired performance against Arsenal at the beginning of the season, like yeah, I think felt like a and the Chelsea game where Mendy bailed out Chelsea. Uh, there's there's you can pick those out with on less than one hand, yeah, and juice, we're halfway the, through the season. Yeah, the ju- but the the thing is the other thing is like they got to 23 before 19 games, so they are on the back end, and it's not going to take 40 points to keep you up. 40 points. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying that they're in danger. They're not going down. Yeah, but this is a team that like. You could have had and and where are they? Thirteenth, I think. Yeah, yeah, they're thirteenth. They were a team that was comfortably, and that it's not to say that there's not you know because everything's so tight, but they looked for a while like oh we're in the top half to stay. Nope, and that was exciting, (laughs) you know. And they they fell off very aggressively, and it makes me sad. But mostly, I think they'll be. We'll we'll see. Maybe maybe they maybe the passion. Maybe Liverpool can bring them back. Maybe they can get in this game early. I don't think Liverpool winning this is a foregone conclusion. If we were still doing our bets, 
which seemed We're like not. a million years ago. <laughs> we need to get back into that. I don't uh, want to. <laughs> you don't actually have to put any money down. I don't uh, have to put any money more on Brentford. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> out. All right. All right. Wait a minute. And then, and then, and then the big one on Sunday afternoon. And I, um, I, 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 is exactly <laughs> it. I don't know. Um, I've never, even early in the season when we got smoked, I didn't feel as bad as I do now going into a North London Derby. I don't know if I ever have necessarily. And I know that Why? that's hyperbole. No, no, no. I, I, I don't, I don't think. It's just a, it's a tumultuous time for Spurs because there's, I mean, Conte is he's he's holding everybody's feet to the fire. He's like, yeah, we need players, uh, we need to sign people, and same old fucking song and dance that he uh, he's not going to get funds and this and that, and and he's going to fucking leave in the summer. That's the that's the talking points amongst Tottenham supporters. Really? Right? Not yes, not like oh we're going to fucking smash those Gooners. It's we're gonna get killed. Where's he gonna go? Wherever on a beach somewhere. He doesn't give a shit. You know, actually, no, you know where he's gonna go? United. No, because they fucked it up the first time. I'm just saying, <laughs> if they if he's even if he's still under contract with Spurs, and they can't Rangnick and Conte are not going together. If Rangnick's gonna no. stick around, oh, you no, think Rangnick, oh, you think Ragnick is just gonna if, get if you okay. Spurs make maybe one signing in January. Stumble to a fifth or sixth place finish. You can, that's completely plausible, right? In the summer, Conte is going to be like, great, okay, it's been a year. Where's my war chest right now? No, 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 not, no, not, I don't, no, I don't care right now. Oh, you don't have it? Ring, ring. Hey, new Mr. Ed Woodward, whoever this guy is, right? Like, uh, I'd like to come coach your team, please. Dude, they would, they would send the jet, like, they would scramble the chopper immediately. And go get him. Wait, and hold on a second. I'm looking at my odds. Uh, our Tottenham favored. They're at plus one fifty, and Arsenal are plus one ninety five. Because it's going to be a draw. That's close. Yeah, that makes a sense. Draw. Yeah, Spurs are at home. That's fine. And and like oh you said, God. Arsenal are missing a few. I guys. gotta take it. I got. No, I know they're not gonna lose. But Brentford's plus nine seventy five. Nine seventy five. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, baby, it's calling me. What am oh I my long god! <laughs> oh my god! Plus nine seventy five. Woo! The draw is plus four twenty four four seventy five. I don't think it's going to be a draw either. Either Brentford. I would do. I mean, if you can get double chance, though, I mean, it's worth ten bucks. Damn it! Here we are again. We're back. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. there's no, nothing else stands out. There's no crazy dogs that I saw there. Although I did see City are a minus 145 favorite. Chelsea plus 425 is juicy. Interesting. That's a they should not be that much of a dog. No, they shouldn't. But I yeah. Well, we have we learned nothing from the Champions League final. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess like Mendy, I guess Keppa's not Keppa's in goal. Oh yeah, that's right. Which that's makes right. it a little bit and weird. No, uh, no Mares for for City. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but City don't need Mares. No, City I'm just saying. I'm any of the front think. players, they'd like. Oh, we, we're replacing with Grealish. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a know. fun one. I. Uh, what is your? Give me a score prediction for Spurs Arsenal. For wait, give me a score prediction for City Chelsea and then Spurs Arsenal. Uh, City. 2-1 against okay. Chelsea. Okay. Uh yeah. So that's that's if City score in the first 15 minutes, the oh, game's it could over. be on. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. I don't think mm-hmm. City will lose. And then um for the North London Derby, 2-2 draw, very exciting. Mar- Martinelli pulls wins Martinelli breaks your heart in the 85th oh, minute. Oh god damn it. If we if we if we blow a late lead to Arsenal, you're going to find me pantsless on the freeway just like somebody fucking hit me please <laughs> listen oh, it's gonna be dramatic i mean the thing is you have oh, i'm not ready yet. you have the all-time ready. leading goal scorer in north london derbies on your team i know he's got I know. 11 and 14 mr harry kane he'll show up but i did one of the things i do think about with the youth of arsenal is they're all like 
Arsenal through and through. Like this, they know that this game matters, right? Yeah. You know what I mean, like yeah. it's in all those young dudes' blood. Like Saka and Smith Rowe. Like if Smith Rowe does not start in this game, I, I don't. I, it just maybe maybe he shouldn't. I don't know. Maybe you like you keep him as like a caged animal and you bring him on in a 68th minute and he just runs everything down. And you're like, holy shit, where the fuck did this lunatic come from? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, you sound dejected. You're gonna be helped for it by my head says one one. But my heart says 2-1 Arsenal. 2-1 Arsenal? Yeah. Yeah. In White Hart Lane? No fucking yeah. way. No. Yeah. I just, I I just, I, I, and if, we'll know very early. If the stadium is loud and it's mm. going, the boys will press on and that'll kind of neutralize Arsenal a little bit. But I do think that they will play much more cohesively. Um, and I'm concerned with the wingers I, I, getting I behind the wingbacks. going to crush you. How come you don't have Martin Odegaard? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like those players are everywhere. Why don't you have Emmy Buendia? He, he's gettable. They just fucking threw him out on the bus. Buy him at a cut rate. We bought two players three years ago, and they're still talking about it. Who? Fucking Ndombele and Lo Celso. Literally. No, no, no. That's you right. Understand. They're supposed to be in that role by now. Just buy Buendia. Like, just I, do anything that's you, not you're, nothing. We're, we're not allowed to have nice things. Like this is this is this is a self-imposed rule. I'm not kidding. I, I don't really know how else to explain this. Maybe and, you know what Con- you know what Conte's gonna do. He's gonna he's gonna push to have Kane sold and then try and restock with the hundred million and it'll be AVB. I mean, that would again. make sense at this point. If you if you can have zero money with Kane or if you could have whatever it's worth, but City's not gonna go in for him next year. Where is he gonna go at this point? United is stupid. Still, probably. <laughs> They're probably. still stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah. So All right. That's my uh, and and City Chelsea. I've got three nil to the Sky Blues. You trust my team too much. <laughs> I fucking hate Chelsea. I just need to see Chelsea get knocked down a couple of fucking pegs after this last week. It could happen. I, the yeah. thing is, Tuchel does well against Pep, and Pep tends to do something stupid. At yeah, least. he gets in his Maybe head. Maybe not in the people. league, but in the in the cup. No, well, he uh, gets in his head when people do well against him. I know, and he starts fucking around. It was true just... against Pochettino, too. I, don't, I, I can only remember the losses, not any of the wins. Just, Rodri, just play that fucking five, please, you moronic, <laughs> ball-headed genius. Uh, Prem soon come. That's my, I'm shutting it down. All right, that was the Speaky Bump, the Squeaky Bump Time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. We are the football wing of the Chop Sports Network. We record on Tuesdays and Fridays, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss the bear market coming through your town. And if you're listening on Apple, please review the show because it helps. We're still on 21. I'm not happy about it. Make it happen. Go on, Spurs. 